following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your garden growing. We do it right, too, with incredible deals during our spring Black Friday sale, like 19-ounce Bonnie vegetable and herb plants, four for $10. And pick up five bags of Scott's mulch in store only for just $10. Whatever's on your list, hurry in and save during our spring Black Friday sale. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 417 while supplies last. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. Scott's offer valid in store only. See store for details, U.S. only. The most common response actually wasn't wasn't said in words. It was just kind of a look I got. Uh, <laughs> as best you could, can, illuminate that look on radio. Oh, I would say it was a combination of, of shock and, in some cases, humor. Um, but most often, it was best described as, huh? Hello, everybody. If you could do the show a favor, we would greatly appreciate it. Please fill out a survey at Podcast One. You'll see the survey banner on the homepage. It'll take you less than five minutes, less than five minutes, and it will really help us out. That's podcastone.com. And uh, thank you so much. On with the show. Welcome to the Forbes Under 30 Podcast. I'm Steve Goldblum, your host. On this show, we speak with young entrepreneurs and innovators. I have something to admit. I love ice cream. Even though we're recording this very early in the morning here in California, if you offered me a scoop, I would accept it. If you woke me up at 3 in the morning and offered me a scoop, I would accept it. And that says a lot about me. But for that reason, I'm thrilled to have an ice cream man on the show, uh, Michael Shorts. He's the founder and CEO of Enlightened. Enlightened is a company that touts good-for-you ice cream and has branched into other snacks that are light on the sugar and heavy on the protein and the fiber, which is what we're all looking for. That's what it's all about, right, Michael? Exactly. Okay. That's that's the whole podcast. That was the introduction. <laughs> that's it. We could go home. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much for having me. You've said that ice cream is actively – your ice cream is actively good for you. Are you being serious? I think so. What makes our ice cream different than many other ice creams on the market today is that it's high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar. Yes. And made with clean ingredients. So it has the active ingredients that most people are looking for as part of a balanced and healthy lifestyle. You were a trainer before you got into the ice cream business? That's right. I was a personal trainer for three years. Walk us through where you were when you decided to to go into to go in another direction. Well, it happened pretty organically. Um, I started working as a personal trainer back in two thousand and nine, and my clients used to regularly ask me for recommendations on healthier options. Yes, especially around sweet treats or things that kind of trip them up. And ice cream was probably one of the most asked about items. Um, People would come in in the morning and say, I just ate a pint of Ben and Jerry's last night. What can I do to work this? How long is it going to take? How can you help me? By the way, that that would be me. Um, And it got me kind of thinking about the food industry and ice cream industry in particular and how there just weren't any good for you options. The best options at the time were just less bad, and I wanted to create something different. So what did you do? Well, as I said, it was a pretty organic process. At that moment, I didn't really say, I'm going to create a company. I said, I'd like to create an option that I'd love and my clients would love. And my interest in food and 
nutrition in particular, particular actually stems back to uh, my senior year of high school when my father was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And when that happened, I became pretty interested in health and nutrition in general. Um, right. I really had never looked at a nutrition facts panel until then, truthfully, mm -hmm. and it kind of changed my, my life and my traje trajectory. So I went to college and studied health policy. I competed in the sport of Olympic weightlifting and became pretty obsessed and passionate with health and nutrition in general. Did you really start studying health policy because your father was type 2 diabetic? Yes. That's that's fascinating. I, I, my dad too, and I and I've you know I I can't say that I did the same, but I I'm more aware of it now uh, because yeah. of that. It, it does have a tremendous effect on you. Absolutely, it had a tremendous effect on me, and it just kind of made me aware of the epidemic in this country and the way in which major food and beverage companies have contributed to it through the proliferation of truthfully bad for you and less bad for you options. But I felt there was a tr truly a lack of good for you options. And that's kind of what inspired me. Well, this country loves ice cream. I mean, this country, Americans, if we know anything, love ice cream. More than 80% like fat ice cream. You know, the, 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 they, they like actual ice cream. And, uh, but there is a percentage now that's growing of, uh, of fat-free, low-calorie, high-protein ice cream like yourself. So how competitive is that space? It's definitely a competitive space, but it's also a rapidly growing space. Yes. So it's an exciting time for this category and companies like ours that are trying to do something different. Yeah. I believe trying to do something good for the population and for mm -hmm. consumers giving consumers choice. I think if you look back at an ice cream aisle three to five years ago, you'd be hard-pressed to find one truly nutritious option. And today there are multiple. And I think in yeah. three to five years from now, there'll be many more. And I think that's a great thing for the consumer. Well, Michael, you went out and you bought like a blender and you just start making your own ice cream. I mean, can you walk – what was that like? And how did you even know what, what you were doing? Well, I didn't know what I was doing, and I think that's what was so wonderful and fun about it. It was just a project of passion. As a personal trainer, I had very early hours. I'd work from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., and then I'd have a big break, and then I'd work again from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. So I had this big gap in the middle of the day in which I needed to find something to do with myself. Right. So. I said, why not make healthier ice cream? And I bought a, a Cuisinart ice cream maker at the local Bed Bath & Beyond and began whipping up very healthy recipes with information I searched for online and conversations I had with people in the industry, just trying to think, how can I create something that tastes great, has great nutrition, and will solve people's cravings for ice cream without forcing them to ingest tons of sugar, tons right. of fat, and not much nutrition at all. Was there a moment when you hit the sweet spot you had? You know, I, I'm just envisioning you inviting people over for like taste tests every night and some of them go yeah. well, some of them don't. It's like an episode of Chopped that's not being filmed. Right. There were definitely many episodes of Chopped and I was chopped many times by my family <laughs> and friends as, as they said, we love you, Michael, but this is really – this really needs work. <laughs> we <laughs> need to have it, some real ice cream like, now. Yeah. Yes, I have a very honest group of family and friends, and I think that was kind of critical for the process. I was so excited 
if I just how healthy I had made it. But what's really important, of course, is the taste of the product. So as I said, the process the process started back when I was working as a personal trainer and, and continues through today. I think one of the things that separates us as, as a company from many others is our dedication to continued innovation and continuing to make the product as incredible as we possibly can. We're never really satisfied with any product, no matter how creative reception it has in the market or how well it's doing from a sales perspective. We always are challenging ourselves and saying, how can we make this product even just a little bit better while maintaining our mission and our integrity and what we stand for, which is healthier indulgence. And taking a quick break to say that this show is brought to you by the Business Platinum Card from American Express. However you move your business forward, with Business Platinum, it's not about where you are. It's about where you want to take your business next. And nothing helps you like the resources and know-how of the Business Platinum Card, backed by the service and security of American Express. Well, Michael, you've had you know tremendous success with the company. Go back in time to a point where you are working as a personal trainer. You are moonlighting with this Bed Bath and Beyond Cuisinart and testing out ice creams, and you tell people that that's what you're doing. What was the most common response? Um, the most common response actually wasn't wasn't said in words. It was just kind of a look <laughs> I got. Uh, <laughs> as best you is... can, illuminate that look on radio. Oh, I would say it was a combination of of shock and, in some cases, humor. Um, but most often, it was best described as "huh." And uh, my 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 family, my my older sisters had are are were lawyers and and doctors, yeah. and that was kind of the expected path. I actually spent. I think it was 43 days or so working as a paralegal thinking I would be go follow my older sister's footsteps to right. become an attorney as well. But but I quickly realized that wasn't for me. And I wanted to do something I was really, really passionate about. And I love training and I loved health and nutrition and I loved helping people live healthier lifestyles. So that's how I got into that career in the first place. And making a healthier ice cream was just really an extension of that for me. So it made sense to me. It didn't necessarily make as much sense to you. <laughs> well, now look, these lawyers and their billable hours, they're, they're, they're just slaving away eating your ice cream late into the night. <laughs> You're laughing. I guess so. Um, an early investor uh, of yours was Alexander Soros, the son of billionaire hedge fund manager George Soros. Um, how did that come about? So I met Alex while I was a personal trainer, um, and we hit it off, and I told him about the concept I was developing, and he believed in it early on and helped support me with an early stage of angel investment. And there's a great anecdote, I think, in one of the articles written about you. Where you they're like having a black tie event, and you're there in a T-shirt and hat dishing out uh, enlightened uh, ice cream bars. Yes. Yes, I think he was a little skeptical at first and invited me out to this event and I and I showed up in my in my t-shirt with my ice cream card and handed out samples at this event and it was a hit. It was a hit. It was a hit and I think that was that kind of sealed that deal, the taste. But do you think it was also the image that people liked the idea that you were of they liked the idea of you? 
Is, is that was that at all part of it? Like that you were selling something in that moment that was like a little more, was certainly less uh, formal than than your surroundings. Sure, I think it was honest and authentic, which is what I'd like to think our brand stands for. I think it's something consumers can trust because it comes from a place of really wanting to help people live healthier lives. And I think people see that with our brand and everything we do. And mm-hmm. I think that's what helps us connect with our with our customers and our fans. Listen, Michael, my girlfriend is very – she lo- really looks at what I eat. You know, she really watches what I eat. She, she watches what she eats too. And she loves Halo Top. And we're not going to do a commercial for Halo Top. That's not what this is about. But they are a competitor, are they not? They are a competitor, absolutely. How do we stay in the game? How do you – are you looking at everything they're doing? Are you tasting everything they're doing? We're not that focused on Halo Top, truthfully. We're more focused on our own brands and what yes. we stand for and what we do. Um, I think your girlfriend needs to be enlightened. I will say oh, that. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I think she, you're going to hear from her. Absolutely. But I think by staying focused on our mission of delivering great tasting, healthier indulgence, we'll continue to grow our market share and our loyal fan following. So we try not to base our decisions so much of what's expected of us or what's happening in the market, but really Mm -hmm. based on what we believe. If you look at the way our companies evolved and the products we've launched, we went from launching a line of ice cream bars to a line of roasted broad bean crisps, which I think for most people in this space was a very quizzical move or a puzzling move because if you think about a lot of young food startups, they tend to focus on one product only and try to grow as much market share as possible in that in that product line and then perhaps sell the company. And that's not really what we're interested in. Right. What we're trying to do is create a healthy platform and for for us creating a line of savory snacks made from beans that were higher in protein, lower in fat, lower in sugar, provided great satiation in a in a crunchy and delicious snack made all the sense in the world. I think for other right. people it made no sense at all. <laughs> And, um, again, what we try to focus on is what we think is going to differentiate us in the long term. And what we try to focus on is our passion, which is how can we create great tasting, healthy options that help solve people's craving, whether it's sweet and creamy, savory and crunchy. And that's what gets us excited. And that's really what drives us. How big is the company? How many, how many people do you employ? We recently crossed 30 people. Offices in? Offices are in the Bronx. Okay. Didn't you open in Utah as well? We have factories around the country that make for us. One of them is in Utah. That's Uh, correct. Okay, right. And how much money did you raise early on? Um, It was less than a million dollars when we first started. Mm -hmm. And how profitable is the company now? The company is profitable today. It's not extremely profitable. We're more focused on growth than profit at this moment and gaining market share. But thankfully, the company is profitable. Where are you looking? Um, where are you like edging out that growth? What 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 does it mean? What is it, is it is it distribution? Yeah, distribution, and not just getting into more stores, but creating stronger and deeper relationships with our current retailers. We're not really focused so much on 
grabbing as much land as possible and being in 50,000 stores, but rather how can we really win where we are and create lasting relationships? And again, I think it comes from a different mindset where we are as a company versus perhaps where some others are, where we really believe that what we're building is something that will be here for the long term. So for us, it's more about measured growth than growth at all costs. Is it true that you are the official ice cream of JetBlue? That is not true. I wish it were true. I'm sorry. Um, But we do have our snacks available on JetBlue, Ah. our roasted broad bean crisps. I have bad bad information out there, Michael. I saw somewhere that they hand out uh, enlightened ice cream bars. That's why I wouldn't have said it otherwise, you know. Well, let's let's get in touch with them. Listen, Let them know the people are asking. How closely are you looking at things like I mean I'm always reminded of the like the what it's like 8 minute abs, 6 minute abs, but the calories per serving, the sugar, protein, I mean some of the other places they're like you're at 70, right? Enlightened fudge bars are 70 calories per serving? Sure, we actually have over 32 different flavors items oh and they vary in calories from 60 calories per serving up to about 100 calories per serving okay so um there's a variety there they all have one thing that i think differentiates us from our competition is the fact that we have more protein than sugar in yes. every single one of our items yes in every single one of our flavors and whether you choose to eat a serving but particularly if you choose to eat, say, a pint, I think that ends up being a pretty significant difference. We often have 20 to 30 percent more mm-hmm. protein and 20 to 30 percent less sugar than our competition. In some cases, more than 50 percent less sugar, and that's even our competition within the healthy ice mm-hmm. cream category. And breaking for a minute to say business can be done from anywhere, in the palm of your hand and at the source. However you move your business forward with Business Platinum, it's not about where you are. It's about where you want to take your business next. And nothing helps you like the resources and know-how of the Business Platinum card, backed by the service and security of American Express. Here at Podcast One, we love hearing from you. We read every tweet and comment you send our way. So don't miss your chance to take our summer listener survey. Just go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. Or go to podcastone.com slash mysurvey. It only takes a few minutes, and it gives you the opportunity to make a direct impact on your favorite shows. Tell us how you really feel so we can get to know you better. We value your thoughts and participation. So check out the survey at podcastone.com slash mysurvey. Or click on the survey banner on podcast. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on everything you need to get your garden growing. We do it right, too, with incredible deals to help you save during our spring Black Friday sale, like Bonnie Vegetable and Herb Plants, four for $10. And for a clean-looking landscape, pick up five bags of Scott's Mulch for just $10. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, hurry in and save during our spring Black Friday sale. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 417, not valid on Alaska or Hawaii. Bonnie offer valid on 19-ounce pots. See store for details, U.S. only. Well, listen, I'm not a scientist, but so correct me if I'm wrong. I, I believe Ben and Jerry's, Hagen dazs they have about 260, 300, 300 calories per serving. Or more. Or more. You're getting to, um, you're around 60 to 100, you say. That's right. right. They, ben and Jerry's Hagen dust, maybe 20, just so people p- put this in perspective, 27, 25 grams of sugar, right? 
often pushes 30 or, or pushes more 30. Again. You're at about three grams of sugar. Three to six grams. Three to six grams. And sugar's the killer. It really is, right? For people who are trying to lose weight. Absolutely. I think sugar plays a very significant role in, in appetite and, and hunger. I think too much yes. sugar creates disastrous health consequences. And I'm really glad that the focus over the last few years has shifted from purely calories and fat to, to sugar, which I think for a, a long time was kind of forgotten about. And I think that's what created this this last generation of products that were simply low in fat and higher in sugar and didn't satiate and didn't really satisfy. Michael, are there any missteps, cringeworthy moments that you made that that you uh, wouldn't mind reminiscing about right now? Sure. So many. <laughs> Where should we start? Anywhere you uh, want. Back, back to the beginning. I remember when I first thought this really could be a business and I began calling people in the industry. I had really just recently graduated from college. So I, I kind of posed as a student working on a project and I'd call people at giant CPG companies with very impressive titles and say I was working on a paper and I'd like some advice about this ice cream category. And the question I'd ask is why isn't there any healthy ice cream out there right now? How come the best options are just less bad? And I heard two things. The first thing was that essentially consumers were too dumb to understand the difference between less bad and good. And that didn't sit well with me at all. And I didn't believe it was true. And that's really where I saw an opportunity to create something for the cognizant and excuse the pun, enlightened consumer. And the second thing I heard was that functionally speaking, this was a very difficult process to create an ice cream with more protein and less sugar. And that the equipment, the ice cream manufacturing equipment just couldn't withstand the pressures of making an ice cream product that was so different than the norm. And having zero experience and really no knowledge of ice cream manufacturing, of course, I just discounted that. And I remember the first time we attempted to conduct a full-scale plant trial, we almost blew up the factory. That was that was a cringeworthy moment. And the reason that happened was ice cream made with more protein and less sugar is naturally more viscous or thick than regular ice cream. A good kind of corollary would be Greek yogurt versus regular yogurt. Greek yogurt is significantly thicker than regular yogurt. Similarly, ice cream with more protein and less sugar is significantly thicker, more dense than ice cream with lots of sugar and, and very little protein. So when ice cream is manufactured and it's pasteurized for, for safety reasons, it can run through a series of tubes that are made to handle a liquid that's pretty thin. And our liquid before it became ice cream or ice cream mix was extremely thick. And that created an extremely high pressure situation. I don't know if you've ever seen those cartoons where the dial goes from, you know, safe to danger, yeah. danger, danger. Yeah. So that essentially happened. All the machinery was throttling back and forth and they had to shut everything down before <laughs> the entire piece of equipment essentially exploded. And I remember when that happened, they had 
I had been working as a trainer and taking every single dollar I made to save up for this production run. That was a that was a, a, a pretty big blow. I kind of wondered whether I was cut out for doing this, but we learned and we adjusted and here we are. Well, your company is called, like the LLC is Beyond Better Foods, right? That's right. That's the company. So what, what else are you working on outside of, uh, you know, you went from ice cream bars to pints, right? We actually went from ice cream bars to our roasted broad bean crisps, the savory snack. Oh, boy. Yep. And well, keep going. Yeah, tell us. The idea for that product actually came while I was on vacation in Thailand. I was walking through the streets and I saw this adorable little old lady frying these beans on the side of the street. And being the curious eater that I am, I I went up to, to try them and I thought they were delicious. So when I got back to my hotel... I started Googling, what are these beans? What is this snack? And I found out that it was a fried fava bean or broad bean, Mm. as it's more commonly known around the world. Now, broad beans are an extremely popular snack in many parts of the world, in Asia, in South America, in parts of Europe. But in the U.S., they're virtually unknown as a snack. And I think when most people think about broad beans or fava beans, they either think about Silence of the Lambs, if you recall the the famous line, or something their grandmother made them eat. So I think for a few strange reasons, it just never became a well-accepted snack. But from a nutrition standpoint, they have incredible nutrition similar to a chickpea or soybean. And from a taste perspective, I thought they had a much better texture and a much better taste than some of the other bean products that were already accepted here in the U.S. So we had heard from our fans as we were launching our products, we love what you've done for ice cream. Could you do something similar for chips or nuts? And that was kind of the spark that led to the creation of this line of roasted broad bean snacks. And that item has been extremely popular for us. We were the first company to ever launch a line like this and when you compare our roasted broad bean snacks to say chips or nuts they have a fraction of the fat and calories and much more protein and fiber which completely fits into our mission and from there we launched a line of ice cream pints which is really was just an extension of the ice cream bars we were already making and then just a few months ago we launched a line of healthier marshmallow treats, which are really designed for people who love Rice Krispie treats, love that taste and texture, but they have a fraction of the sugar, about a third, and 15 grams of protein. So instead of just providing empty sugared calories, they provide a lot of satisfaction and a great boost of energy. Michael, picking up on some of the obstacles, can you can you um, run through any other challenges that you had, and, and and maybe even the challenges of working with family and the and the benefits? The challenges of working with family. I would say overall, working with family is has been incredible. Mm. My mother is the president of the company. My really? sister is the our director of brand strategy, and my father heads our finance team. I think the challenge can be figuring out when work stops and family starts or family becomes family. There's no boundaries. Yeah, there's no what? Boundaries. There's no boundaries. Yeah, that's 
That's okay, though. I think when you have something you're all really passionate about and truthfully have fun working on. Yeah. I wake up every morning and I'm really excited. And I think my family feels the same way. We hear from hundreds and sometimes thousands of customers weekly about how we've actually changed their lives with the products we've created. And that's extremely, extremely gratifying. So I, I think the challenges are far outweighed by the benefits of being able as a family, being surrounded by people you love, doing things you love. I'm sure you're aware of this, but if you go onto YouTube and you type in uh, your company name, you'll see so many YouTubers reviewing your ice cream. That's true. Absolutely. Is that people part of your marketing sharing, plan? Sharing their opinions. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. As, as a smaller company without the budget of some of the larger CPGs, I think one of the things we've tried to do is use influencer and influencer strategy and a kind of a trial strategy to get our products out there. And it's something I would advise anybody who has a great product to do. We think that the best possible way for us to market our product is simply for people to try it because healthier indulgence is naturally a skeptical proposition. I think people are used to being disappointed by items that claim to be healthier. They either aren't actually healthier or they don't taste good. So for us, that unboxing process and that tri trial process is extremely valuable because it allows people to see that we really do deliver on our promise. Well, listen, Michael, we need to go out on a high note here, a sugar high, even though I know it's, uh, <laughs> listen, I can, I, can, I can deliver a dad joke just like anybody else. Um, run through the flavors. I don't know how many, you have 35 flavors, is that right? Uh, we have... 22 flavors of ice cream. Give us your favorites. Pints, my favorites. Mm. I love the brownies and cookie dough, and I really love our sea salt caramel. We have that in both an ice cream bar and an ice cream pint, and it's and it's an extremely popular item in in both formats. I really love our caramel oatmeal cookie crunch. Oh, and I also love our cold brew coffee. Cold brew ice coffee. Cream yep, that's a great one. Well, I don't know, um, Michael, if you can enlighten us uh, and uh, listen, the, the loyal and uh, hungry staff here at Forbes. But if you want to, we'll follow up and we're going to send you our address so that we can, we can try some of the, uh, the snacks. Absolutely. It would be My great. Pleasure. We shoot in the morning, so that's, uh, it's perfect. Perfect Ice breakfast. Ice cream for breakfast. You Ice cream it. for breakfast. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to being enlightened with my girlfriend with that ice cream and trying out the, uh, salted caramel oatmeal, whatever you said, which just sounds delicious. I sort of blacked out as you're saying it. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode of Forbes Under 30. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to reach out to us with a comment or question, please do so at under 30. That's the number 30 at podcastone.com. Hi, I'm Tavis Smiley. You may know me from my PBS talk show. I'm excited to tell you that I have a brand new podcast that you can hear on podcastone.com. I'll discuss the latest in politics, sports, music, and much more with big thinkers, artists, and celebrities. I'll also share my own opinions and answer some of your questions. So join the conversation on the Tavis Smiley podcast coming to podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Hey, it's Adam Carolla. The greatest time of the year is back. College basketball, that's right, March Madness, March Mania. 
and March Money. Join in on everyone's favorite game, the Bracket Challenge Contest at betonline.ag. Sign up for a free account, receive your 50% welcome bonus, and make your picks. All the early lines for all the games are now available, so don't miss out on any of the action for the next three weeks at betonline.ag, the exclusive partner at Podcast One Sportsnet. At the border, I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. At the roundtable discussion today in San Antonio, Texas, President Trump heard something he said he never heard before about life along the border. Many people are dying, and the danger of living here, unless you know exactly what you're doing, is... Tremendous. This is Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Where are the people in Washington to stand up for these children, these women, these senior citizens? Where are they? Bring them down. Mr. President, let the Democrats come down to Brooks County. Let them come to any of these ranches. Let them see these bodies. Let them see the skeletons. We have the photographs. Attorney General William Barr says he thinks spying did occur on Donald Trump's presidential campaign, suggesting the origins of the Russia investigation may have been mishandled. Scientists released the first image ever made of a black hole, revealing a fiery ring of gravity-twisted light swirling around the edge of the abyss. One scientist said science fiction has become science fact. I'm Ed Donahue.